Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Rich with Marla. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. That's right. To the cosmos. Talking to the cosmos, Janet. Hello, aloha. And Sasha here. Aloha. The portal to the cosmos. Talking about UFOs. Oh, I'm sorry, I ran over myself. I'm a, why am I making all these mistakes? These people scare me. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. The portal to the cosmos. That's exactly right. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is Richie, along with Marla, and of course, Mark is in Huntington Beach. Yes, Marla, before you're, I get to the introductions. You said you're, you're probably getting scared because you know these, um, these uh, ETs are everywhere. Okay, whatever, Marla. Anyway, so good evening, good morning, wherever you may be. Mark in Huntington Beach, uh, thank you. Uh, Renegade Nation for all the downloads this week. You know we've had probably close to uh, 3,000 oh, in the last yeah. couple of days, so thank you very much. Germany, Switzerland, Spain, Ecuador, South Africa, and that's all I can remember. Britain. Britain, okay. How about the uh, UK? Think, uh, you, that is Britain, Marla. <laughs> well, that's part of Britain. The okay. whole no, UK. No, Marla. Australia. Okay, whatever. Marla, okay, stop. <laughs> so anyway, today is... Um, <clears throat> E.T., Evidence, Extraterrestrial Contact Portal to the Cosmos, of course, with Janet and Sasha. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. And you've been off for a couple of weeks. Where have you been? We were in Phoenix and Sedona. Oh, Sedona. Uh, that's where a lot of UFOs hang out. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Identified. I Identified? It sounds like 999, Marla. I know. I'm so sorry. Have a beer. I bashed anyway. my head in it. I've never... Uh. I mean, you bashed your head in? Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about you and your I'm personal fuzzy. problems. <laughs> You've been fuzzy. So you were in Phoenix and, uh, and Sedona. Yes. And so what was happening over there? We were at the Sexuality and Consciousness oh, Conference. Oh, I love that. Ooh. Yes, the, the Tantra mm-hmm. people. Oh, the Tantra people. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so the Tantra mixes in with the UFOs. Right. There's sort an of. ancient anthropology. Ancient anthropology. And Sasha's aliens, going to talk a little bit about that about today. About Tantra and... Tantra and yeah, the ETs brought Tantra to this they, planet. The e- <clears throat> so the ETs brought Tantra to the planet. Thank you for that. Yes. Thank you, extraterrestrials, for that. Yes. What a great <laughs> gift. So I, I have a question. So you guys took off for a week. You went back to the mainland. You had a lot of fun, met a lot of people. Did you have a lot of sex? Yeah. Of and, course. And, and we set up a big UFO conference for September. So in, the UFO conference? Scotts- oh, it's in, 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 in uh, September? Scottsdale. Yeah, in Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Really? Right. We're going to have a real big And event. what's the address? Where's it going to be? Uh, it's at the, the Cottonwoods. Uh, it, it's a beautiful, uh, it's almost like a resort. Uh, so we're going to, you know, relax in the pool in between. Uh, so it's a UFO conference in Scottsdale. In Scottsdale. Yeah. We're going to be working with experiencers and uh, go into the history, too. Experiencers. Well, I'm going to get into that in a few more minutes, but I have a question for you, Sasha. When is Planet X coming? Planet X is now as far from the uh, from the Earth as it gets. It, what's referred to as Planet X is a whole complex of planetary bodies, and right now, uh, the dark star that uh, sometimes flares through our uh, inner solar system is as far from the sun and earth as it possibly can get but it's in a circle with its exact opposite which hold a, a, a pattern with it and so all kinds of comets and uh, following the pattern of uh, Sedna are coming back through right now in 2012 when there's an alignment with the center of the galaxy is when all this 
stuff, lots and lots of uh, debris are going to be bombarding the Earth. Is this part of the solar, um, uh, the, the explosions you on the sun, the, the solar flares? That's, yes, that's right. Thank you. That's why you're here, Marla. I Thank know. you. Yeah, the solar flares are a part of this issue? Yeah, what, what, the, the, uh, that's exactly it. They're, they hold a, um, there's a, a whole bunch of debris and comets that come through on this orbit of the uh, what's called the uh, dark star, a sub-dark star, mm -hmm. which is right now at its furthest uh, distance from the sun, but exactly opposite in maintaining its pace is all kinds of crap that comes through. And what happens is that this planet keeps changing its distance from the sun and when, because of its encounters with other bodies. And when it comes closer to Earth, all the inner planets heat up. Earth heats up. Mars heats up. Uh, Venus he heats up. And when it gets further away, everything gets colder. That's what causes climate change. Absolutely. There you go. The, 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 what happens with pollution certainly adds to it, but it's minor compared to what happens when the uh, distance of this complex of planets comes closer or further to Earth, and it's affected by its passing of other planets, and that's what well, causes Sasha, the Sasha, extinction events. Yeah, I, I have a question. Is this why the weather is so screwed up in the country, where spring is spring, springing up in February? It's getting a lot hotter, and it's going to get way, way hotter, hotter and more, and there's not going to be any ice at all left on Earth. Okay, Marley, wow. you have a question? Oh, so you're saying the ice will be gone. How long do we stay in this? Any idea? How uh, many years? It, it, it may be millions of years. Oh. Thing, and then things change very drastically, very fast. And as short as 10 years, it can be another snowball effect of ice. Wow. So you're saying it goes from hot to cold in as short a time as 10 years? That's right. The, uh, the, what happens when the, uh, this complex of planets is uh, way far away, and it comes from what was once the twin star of the planet uh, of, the, of Solaris, of our sun, uh, which became separate. And this, is, this planet, which is sometimes called Nibiru or Planet X, but it's really a sub-brown dwarf. When it gets closer, because it's bumped in, everything in the solar system gets hotter. And when it gets bumped further or drawn further, it gets lesser. One of the minimum things you're going to get is huge solar flares. Sometimes the uh, poles get reversed. It's uh, tremendous. Oh, they had that on the news yeah. just the other night. Hold on, Marla. They had that on the news the other night where the solar flares, there was one that's, that's really big. They, think, they say that's coming. It's going to make big changes here on the planet, on Earth, especially when it comes into the satellites and, and everything, and, and, you know, how we operate our whole world here is going to be affected by these solar flares due to Planet X and this, this planetary motion of change. Yes, Marla. Yeah, we've been talking about this for quite some time, you know, before it was even on the media, because um, we know the sun, it's solar flares for yep. this year. So, so far I'm going, okay, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah, the, the, this debris from uh, the uh, Planet X complex goes through what's known as the Kupler Gap, and it sweeps all these comets and to rocks and all this stuff right through, and it bombards the Earth with it. Oh my and gosh. that's what's going to happen uh, in 2012 when we line up with the center of the uh, galaxy. So as soon as we line up, all of this activity is going to start to take place, and we're going to start to see a, a really big change in the way the weather and the bombardment of yeah. all of these. Yes, Marla. Are we expecting a lot of um, deaths or Absolutely. Yeah, you, complete you, you, change of get back our from Earth? The, get, back from, get back from the ocean. 
get back, it's going to be rising. Okay. Wow. A lot of the Hawaiians say that here. Anybody yeah. that's laying down by the ocean should right. go to the mountains because mm-hmm. if there's if, when the earth starts shifting like that, you're going to have a mm-hmm. lot of tsunamis, not just from one area of the ocean, but from a lot of areas it's of the, the ocean. It's the entire planet. The entire planet is going to be shifting. That's right. Okay. This is much bigger than the extinction event that killed the dinosaurs when a uh, meteorite uh, hit uh, near the uh, Yucatan Peninsula. This is the entire planet. Well, you is know going what, to hey, heat Sasha, up. getting into the weather, which is really interesting mm-hmm. about all this, in the 50s, 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 and 60s, and let's just go back that far, it was always really, really friggin' cold back in the Northeast and in the cold regions and always stayed that way and never changed. And all of a sudden, in the last few years, you've seen this change coming about. A lot of tornadoes, a lot of hurricanes, hardcore. I mean, they just pop up and off they go and they rip everything and you see it on the news constantly and this is coming from this planetary motion. Yeah, the, the Earth's uh, twin, the binary uh, uh, sun, uh, is what it co- the ultimate cause of this and as this gets bounced around, affected by other planets. We're being stars. bounced around. Absolutely. We, every single planet here. And Earth used to be in a different place than it is now before it was hit by this, this uh, mm-hmm. by one of the satellites and then by the planet itself. It was between Jupiter and Mars and it got bumped in and that's what and it was a very watery planet and that's what made water on right. Mars and water throughout yeah, the yes, solar Janet. system. Okay, yes, Janet. Well, so this global warming is just a diversion because um, they don't want, really want us to understand that there's this planet coming through, and is that because it's going to cause panic? Well, that was one is of my that Janet, Janet, That's a great. That's a great question because they thinking. are they are doing just that. They're mm-hmm. saying it's global warming, and they're not really telling us why we have global warming. They're bullshitting us by saying it's from the uh, the, the the pollution and so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. But really, it's because of the planets forming a different. Okay. Yeah, the, configuration. The, I want configuration is a good word. So I want, I'm wondering, you know, the people we call the rulers, Wall Street, yeah, the rulers, White House. yeah, they don't now, care about are it. they all building no, something special? Right. The astronomers and the government absolutely knows, and they're using right. the excuse. Uh, of a panic to not tell us, but they, but and the astronomers are very careful. They have to make confirm their observations and blah blah blah. All their computers are being uh, listened to, and are being shut down. And if necessary, the astronomers are being assassinated rather than letting people know what's going on. And but I'm telling you, people, there's going to be lots of water. Head for the hills. <laughs> okay, so, and also oh, one more thing. We've mm-hmm. had that huge mellow, huge. Orange moon. Is this part of all of this change? I don't know. It was very interesting. We were driving down from Sedona to Phoenix, and it was extremely large. And, and, and the sky that's because was we totally came. Clear. We got closer to the moon. And closer right. to the moon. But everybody, everybody made it into a photography. Look how beautiful it is. But right. really, in, in scientific terms, there's something really that, going on here. That's but, scary. But Marla, you were talking about what are what's the government doing? They are building. They've been building for 50, 60 years all mm-hmm. these underground installations, and yeah. so. Oh, uh, they're they're taking care of themselves. Oh yeah, only the special people. The rulers. Yeah, the rulers. The power elite. Anyway, so yeah. this is really interesting. So they're not telling us anything about what the reality is, what's really going on. And they're just saying it's the um, environment that we have yeah. ruined ourselves. It's only about fifteen percent of uh, of the uh, heating is, uh, is what the astronomers estimate is due to uh, uh, the one hundred and fifty uh, last years of industrial pollution. So the Al big Gore. Change. Okay. So. Al Gore and his global warming is all bullshit just to make money. Basically, they're not telling us anything except for us to drive electric cars now. 
well, we, we are also killing ourselves with our pollution. Well, so we've been doing a, that. We've yeah. been doing that for a long time. Yeah, it's just accelerating. So there's there is some validity to that, but it's minor compared to the huge effects that are coming down uh, from uh, the stars. My question is: so those huge effects from the star could actually clean the planet? And it, clean us up with it. Absolutely. Oh, that's not like, it could be could a, it can major extinction event. Major extinction event. Not wow. just a local one, a major one. Everybody's impacted. So what can we do? Run for the hills. <laughs> that's what I said, run for the hills. This long. is what people need to know. Renegade Nation, that's why we have Janet and Sasha on here, is because to tell you the truth, notice the weather in your own countries, how things are changing, and they're telling you it's global warming, and there's a lot of people that don't believe all that bullshit. Yes, Marla? And we have men- mentioned it here on Renegade several times. It's been mentioned a lot of times. Right. Okay. Anyway, when we come back in the news today, and it's funny that we're talking about all, th- all of this, uh, archaeologists have found a small room in a uh, Mayan ruin where royal scribes apparently used walls like a blackboard to keep track of astronomical records and the society's intricate calendar some 1,200 years ago. And when we come back, we're going to get into the Mayans and what they were thinking about and the UFO contact and the ETs, however you would like to say it. Anyway, you're listening to uh, Extraterrestrial Content right here at Renegade Talk, and we'll be right back after this. listening to extraterrestrial contact the portal to the cosmos freedoms being destroyed like free speech shut up and fucking stay here and be blunt about it shut up will you shut up welcome back renegade nation renegade talk.fm in maui my name is richie along with marla marks in huntington beach we have janet you're listening to the portal to the cosmos and we have sasha aloha and marla aloha talking about the what's, to the cosmos. what's coming down the pike? Renegade Nation, wake up and listen to this. Listen to what they're talking about with Baptist weather and how you're being bullshitted. And you know you're being bullshitted. To extraterrestrial contact. The portal to the cosmos. Okay, so when we took the break, we were talking about the uh, we were talking about the archaeologists that have found a small room. Now, this is coming off the AP and the New York Times Renegade Nation. They found a small room in the Mayan ruins where royal scribes apparently used the walls like a blackboard to keep track of astronomical records and the society's intricate calendar some 1,200 years ago. Now, the wall. Reveal the oldest known astronomical tables from the Maya. Scientists already knew they must have been keeping such records or that uh, at that time, but until now, the oldest known examples dated from about 600 years later. So here we are, Sasha. Go ahead. Take it okay, away. So, Take it away. Okay. So the way that Mayans got this uh, stuff was the ETs that uh, had settled in ancient Sumer some uh, 14,000 years ago. They had really developed very elaborate. Uh, um, observatories using the angles of uh, step pyramids to predict when things were going to happen in the skies because they wanted to know when this uh, dark star and its accompanying uh, planets and the moons, especially their home moon, which is called the Eye of Horus, was going to come through. And so with their great geneticist, he, had, he was uh, known as Toth in Egypt, got kicked off the throne by his uh, brother named Ra, and he came ultimately to uh, 
Tenochtitlan uh, in central Mexico, and he brought with him a lot of black Africans and uh, Sumerian people from uh, the Iraqi area, and uh, they organized the Indians who were the descendants of Cain, Cain uh, who had no beards, and they had already had a metallurgical center at uh, Tiwanaku on the top of the Andes. And so he was showing them how to build uh, these astronomical uh, observatories and how to tell when all these things were coming down. And uh, as the Indians uh, revolted and they killed most of the black people in Mexico and they kept migrating further and further in, uh, south uh, to the Mayan areas and ultimately they were wiped out except the ones that escaped. Oh, sorry, so, the so, Sasha, hold on. So, so, so really they have gotten, th- th- this attention is now coming to the Mayan calendar because of these doomsday warnings yes. that, that w- which you're basically saying and that it's predicting the end of the world this December. They're predicting huge environmental changes which could very well snuff out life on Earth. Now the experts say it makes no such prediction whatsoever. They can't figure out what it's being actually said but we can tell by the way the weather is changing and the way things are happening with these solar flares and, and all of the makeup of the, the uh, universe that we live in. We know that what happens then is the debris that's exactly opposite the dark planet comes through in, in, in right now, 2012, and it's going to be very, very heavy because the uh, it's getting these this planet, the dark star. It's really, which is the it, doomsday star. It's right? a, it's a, as they say, yeah. It, it's it's far from Earth as it possibly can, but it has exactly opposite at 180 degrees a bunch of stuff which is in ex, in the exact orbit of Sedna, and it comes through the Cooper uh, belt of comets and we will be bombarded with comets and everything is contracting and getting closer and closer to the sun and warmer all the planets are getting warmer and it's going to melt all the ice on this planet. Okay, now Sasha, the room that they are, they found, this room in the Mayan uh, uh, ruins, uh, it's a big, it's a, like a bit bigger than six feet square. It's part of a large complex of Mayan ruins in the rainforest at uh, Exoton, I guess if I'm saying that correctly, in northeastern Guatemala. Now the walls also contain portraits of a seated king and some other figure, figures, but it's not clear those that have no connection to the astronomical writings the scientists are saying. Is this part of this, this, this is finally becoming now, instead of mythical, people are starting to realize or start to think that this might all be This is not true. mythical in the least. Well, they, they made it mythical over the years. That's right. You call it a myth if uh, you, it's just people describing in the words that they have at their command what they observed. And what, and what they are, have observed are these people that they called gods, but they weren't gods. They were just people that had rocket ships and uh, transatlantic and transpacific. Pacific boats and helicopters and uh, smelting uh, facilities and they were lifting off the gold from this planet to a transshipment base on Mars and they were taking off from Tijuanaco okay. and the Nazca Plains up okay, above we, the Andes. Sasha, we talked about that earlier. Yes, Janet. This is an interesting conversation. What do you have to say? Well, they survived it before. I mean, how do we know this time through is going to be the absolute annihilation of uh, life annihilation on, of life on, on Earth? Earth or well, we don't know. It's been going on for 450,000 years. They've had these observatories. They've been watching for this uh, anomaly coming through. What's going on at... See, what they're saying on the, the Mayan walls that they found, uh, what this article is talking about, what they're, they're saying is what you have here is astronomy driven by religion. 
Do you agree with that or disagree with that? Do you think religion is pushing this or is it the real oh, astronomy? No. It's astronomy. I think it's astronomy on, on which religion is based and the, uh, and, uh, the religions uh, are each taking it in their own particular direction. So, so each religion will take it and say something completely opposite of what the other religion is saying based on what's written on these walls. So we're just making, people are making this stuff up and nobody knows what it is. Well, the Vatican has a huge observatory. Well, the Vatican, oh. Oh, we don't want to get into that. I I, they, they have everything. They have well, they're all. watching too for they're, something. Yeah, yeah, well, they're watching to get the hell off of here with all the money. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> they've been hiding a lot of things. Okay, on an adjacent wall... Uh, in this Mayan ruin are numbers indicating four time spans from roughly 935 to 6,700 years. Wow. That's a long time, Sash. The observations that, and, and the ways of predicting show that we have extraterrestrial visitors that have been observing this planet for hundreds of thousands of and even millions of years because they can actually predict the precession of the equinoxes how the earth changes its tilt over uh, uh, you know a person every 72 years it changes one degree hey, Sasha can't they just push us back <laughs> can we ask for some help well that's that's <laughs> part of uh, what we think might happen is divine intervention I hope and so. that's what divine intervention is you know, God really is an extraterrestrial, which has the technology to assist us. And or so, to save us. And to save us. And so, save us, please. Well, what you just they're said. They're hardly divine. They're people. Right. Okay, well, Sasha, what you just said, and what they're, here's what they're saying in this article. It's not clear what they represent, what these numbers represent, but maybe the scribes were doing calculations that combine observations from important astronomical events like the movement of Mars, Venus, and the moon. That's right. That's exactly what you just said. Before, exactly. After, and then I just read that. That's exactly. Ex exactly. So that basically, they've, they've seen this before. They've, they've 9,000 years ago or 6,000 years ago, 6,700 years ago, they've already seen this. And they wrote it down to warn us of this. That's right. And so here we are not paying attention and we're making it into a myth. And we're making it into religion stories. And blaming it on uh, the warming on, uh, on, on, on pollution. Global on pollution. warming. <laughs> yeah, because we've yeah. had tons of cars and trains, and back in the 40s and 50s and 60s, it was, it was really bad. But we have this beautiful planet in the middle of space. I can never figure out what this global, global warming was about until a few years ago when we started researching into right. this stuff and then found you guys. It adds some, but it's only about 15% of the warming is from pollution. The great warming is due to these astronomical changes as the dark star moves uh, along its path and the, uh, the uh, object okay, opposite for the, for, for it Earth. Okay, for Renegade Nation, what is the dark star again? Is that okay, planet The X? dark star is a, a star that was the binary, the twin of Earth that was born at the same time and it, mi and it migrated away uh, from the Earth and it migrated through the Cooper Belt and around this dark star is a planetary system and around the planetary system is a moon called the Eye of Horus which is the home world of the ETs that settled Earth 450,000 years ago and bred us humans as mind slaves. They're, you, they're the Anunnaki. Okay, do you think that if this planet is falling apart you think the ETs will come down here and rescue us and put us someplace else? Well, that's my hypothesis. Your hypothesis is that they'll rescue us and get us out of well, here. Well, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but there, this is about two different planets uh, with different people. 
And from what you guys have said, one is good and the other one is bad. Well, no, there's two factions oh. of the Anunnaki, and there's the the um, Enkiites and the and, and the one Enki. Enki and his people they love humanity and they're here and they hope to help us survive. And the one indicator that I have is um, at the end of Noah's flood. Um, Nima came down and and she was the sister of Enki and Enlil and she said I won't let this happen to my people again and it was attributed to God to a man right. but it was actually Nima a woman who says um, we know it's going to happen again it was Noah's flood it was 13,500 years ago and she made a promise to humanity that I'm not going to let this happen again so I'm holding her to it you know I think that what she is will. her name Nima and I N as in Nancy, I-N-M as in Mary, A-H. We should all be praying to her. And she's a pre- her name uh, is the uh, precursor to, to Mama, to Mary, uh, to the Great Mother. Uh-huh. And so, like, um, how about Marla? <laughs> no, that's not about you, Marla. Okay, one more thing, and then we're going to take ahead. a break. And I want to talk about UFOs and have people but, that have been ex- have been taken from UFOs. Yes, Marla. They're IFOs. IFOs. Yes, as <laughs> they're identified. As, yes. Uh, identified. Anyway, one one thing before we leave the subject: the Mayan calendar does not predict the end of the world. It predicts an end of our age civilization as we know it, our current paradigms and beliefs and understanding of the universe and the rebirth of a new age of human civilization. Would you, would you agree with that? That's within the realm of possibility. I'm not, uh, I, I don't know. I truly don't know. Birth is painful, destructive process and death equally so. Translation is to buckle up your seatbelt and ready for a ride here. Is that what we're coming to? If you're at the wrong place at the wrong time, you not, might not Get be Get away ready. from the oceans. Get away from the oceans. Yeah. Okay. So what are you two going to do? I'm following you guys. Uh, we're, we're on we're, this island. I'm, I'm getting beamed up. We're going to talk about that next My advice is up. carpe diem. Have fun while you're alive. Right. Have, yeah, have really fun while you're here. It. Have a good time and don't worry about all that's, this bullshit. That's what we've been doing, but we wanted to do it a little longer. Well, it may happen. Anyway, so we're going to take a break. Renegade Nation, when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, UFOs and about being taken by one. And what to do if you're an experiencer. And if you're an experiencer, which I've never heard that term before. Yeah. But anyway, you're listening to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is Rich, along with Marla. And Mark is in Huntington Beach. And we have uh, Sasha and Janet. And you're listening to... What are we listening to? Dun, da, da, dun. Extraterrestrial <laughs> Contact. <laughs> and Mortal and to we'll, the Cosmos. And we'll be right back. Your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is Richie, along with Marla and Mark. And we have Janet and we have Sasha. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. The portal to the cosmos. Exactly the name of the show. Talking about a lot of stuff today. Really, really interesting. Now we're going to be talking about UFOs and if you have been abducted. The portal to the cosmos. No, we call. Well, I didn't. I didn't ask for your terrestrial contact. <laughs> okay, we're in, the, we're in the contact now. Anyway. Okay. We're going to be talking about UFOs, or as some people say, identifying flying objects. 
if I'm correct in saying that, am I correct? Yeah, we know what they are. We know what they are. And um, the people that have been abducted, and what's the other word that they're using now? Experiencers. For, experiencers. Now, Renegade Nation, it's called Experiencers. You can look that up on the internet. I guess you can do that, Jenny. Yes, we okay. have a, a website called Experiencers Network. Okay, so, okay, so oh. ex- how do you spell experiencers? Can you spell like it slow? Experience. Like ex- experience. And experiencers. E X P E R I E N C E R S. Experiencers.com. Network. Oh, experiencersnetwork.com. If you're really interested in this portion of the show, you can go to that website and check all that out. Yes. Okay, so what's your story about being being well, an experiencer? I wanted to explain a little bit about the difference okay. between abductees, contactees, and experiencers and why we use the word experiencers. Um, and the abductee, it kind of implies that you are a victim and that you have no choice. And, um, you know, certain people feel that way, that they've been taken and it's not been their choice. But in the research, we discovered that people are more likely to have been uh, selected and have these experiences on some level by choice. Like their soul has made this decision Mm -hmm. to have contact with extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. And sometimes an individual has contacts over many lifetimes. So we get into the reincarnation aspect of that. Now, back in the 50s and 40s, they were called contactees. And these were people that were... um, uh, channeling information and uh, seeing the ships uh, like there was a man named Adamski and um, so there's several major characters through the 50s, 60s and 70s that were having contact and they were going up on the ships. What was it? Billy Myers, a very famous case. So there's all these cases you can Google and look them up and there's thousands of pictures and articles. Yeah, you see a lot of it on the internet, a lot of a lot of pictures and stories about this. But right. where were these be, where were these people going up on the spaceships? What part of the country or the US or anywhere in the world? Well, there was a, a the contactees there was a huge network here in the United States, but um, Billy Meyer was a Swiss man with one arm. So he took thousands, millions of pictures and they were saying, How can you do this with one arm? You know, you can't be Is holding... Is he still alive today? He is. He's, uh, I guess, hitting the late 70s, early 80s. So we could, could we get so, him on the air here? That would be interesting. I don't know. I don't speak Swiss. I don't oh, okay. think he's English speaking. Maybe we can find somebody. Okay. We'll yeah, but there, there's other people. Right. Go on with what you're saying. So, um, so the modern word that we're using is experiencers because people are coming together in, in support groups all over the country, and they're talking about their experiences from sightings, to missing time that's a, a something that happens where uh, you, you know you're driving down the road and you know you're going to get home at, at nine and you know get home till 3 a.m and you're going what happened um there's um let's see what else there's a there's a lot of people that have had these experiences and so we're working with them uh, sasha is a, a hypnotherapist and psychotherapist and so we do regression therapy with them there are people all over the pla- all over the country that work with these groups doing uh, hypnosis and then under hypnosis what they're very careful about is not leading the witness you know not directing exactly, it yeah. and uh, people reveal what has happened to them uh, during these missing times and some people come back with uh, marks on their body they have uh, implants they have scoop marks um, so there's uh, and there's a whole group that takes out these um Implants and they do the experiments right. on them, and they understand, they, they, you know, what are they mo- made of, and there, there's um, 
not even metallic, but it's often um, like a combination. Why? Okay, I have a question. Why it, is this it, thrown into the conspiracy era? Why, era? Why is this thrown into conspiracy uh, talk? Or, government's covering go, it up. It cover, that's, that's where I'm going to. So all of this is happening, and the government's covering everything up by saying it's a conspiracy, and these people are crazy and nuts, and this does yeah. not happen. They're area looking for attention. Area 51 does area, not exist. Area 51 doesn't exist. And all of these <laughs> things that a lot of people have talked about over the years, and they're still talking about it and still not getting the answers no, that I, they deserve. I think everyone's a lot more open now about this. Or more, getting more open. Yeah. All right. Statistically, more people every year believe in UFOs. There's sightings every day, and, and a lot of it is being covered up here. And I just invite everybody that's listening to, you know, go on YouTube. That's, that's saving the planet. You go and you Google YouTube and you see what's going on. And some of it you're going to go, eh, that's not real. But it, there's so, the, the, the evidence is overwhelming. And there's um, there's some incredible YouTubes in Mexico City. They had yeah. thousands, not just uh, one or two little lights, uh, thousands of um, Wasn't that lights coming out of a central. Like was it was almost like a blob that was sending out all these lights until the wow. whole sky was so uh, across from. End but they covered all this up. They never let it known. It's amazing that you have I, to do all the research yourself. I heard about this. Yeah. How long ago did this happen? The. No. Yeah, the one they were just talking in about. In Mexico. Oh, it's still going on. Oh, it's still it, going it's, it's on. Just recently over Phoenix, That's, the Phoenix Lights, the, yeah. they, they did formations. Uh, I know. There was a thing over the uh, uh, over Jerusalem, over the tower, uh, over the uh, dome. Temple Mount, uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, photographed from all kinds of angles by people that didn't know each other. It's uh, A lot of it is, and uh, these uh, ships are, are able to perform and maneuvers at a speed and angle that uh, is impossible to any of the uh, known aircraft that we have. Well, Sasha, we saw it on the NASA files or NASA data on the Science Network that the astronauts were actually filming them. That's right, right out the window. Right out the window of the shuttle. There, and and, and the, again, the U.S. government will not come back and say, yes, they are, there are identi- identified flying objects. But they did say, the astronauts said they didn't know what to make of it. And Armstrong, not Armstrong, but the other one that was... Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell, Edgar Mitchell, who was on one of the networks that I co-founded right. a long time ago, was on there. They cut his balls off, basically, when he said that. I mean, he was actually being thrown to the wolves. I mean, they, he, he was upset a lot of people. Well, he, could, he wasn't allowed to really speak freely. Well, he did, in all no. Australia. Oh, yeah. That's why. That's why the shit at the fan, Marla. That's what happened with him. Well, they're hiding the evidence of uh, of our activities on the moon, and uh, you the, think the okay, monuments well, well, well. on Mars. So you think there's more activity going on in the moon than we know about? Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, a lot of secret our, stuff. Our, our, our admiralty military knows exactly what's going on, and they they have way way information that they're just hiding from the public. There's a lo- always been a lot of secrets with the U.S. government I, and the military. I have a question because the U.S. just shut down the whole space. Program. They shut down the official program. They have right. a huge black budget. Uh, they have the resources. They've been going to the moon for a long time. We, there's, uh, they've been obliterating a lot of the evidence, but it's gotten out. The uh, Russian cosmonauts were able to uh, uh, slip some of the photographs that were t- that were sent to Sony in Japan. Uh, to uh, researchers before the uh, NASA put white off and, and, and uh, tried to hide uh, the uh, what was really going on in the moon and the and uh, the statue of uh, one of the Nibirans uh, on uh, Mars. They, they're hiding a lot. What, what are they, they doing? Okay, do you do you have any idea what they're doing on the moon? Mining. They're mining. Yeah. Well, and then we are. We are. What are we mining for? 
I'm not sure what they're mining for, but the, but we've seen uh, actual photographs of these huge conveyor belts with tr uh, trucks on top that are being loaded with something or other from uh, deep mines, and they're and this is coming from uh, from this planet. Yeah, what's uh, what was the name of that fellow, Bob? Uh, Bob Dean. Bob Dean has mm -hmm. gotten all these photographs, uh, and it's the evidence is just overwhelming. There's lots of our activity on the moon. And then Mars has a, a huge base. Uh, there's rumored to be sixty-five thousand or more people up on on the moon on the Mars base, and they have a teleportation system. Uh, in a future episode, I will get my friend um, Andrew Bashago who has been on uh, Mars. Um, there's a teleportation device in Southern California, and he would go into it, and and he would open the door, and he'd be on Mars, and he would be delivering um, messages, and and there's... Oh, um, we would definitely like to have him on. Yeah, they have all these... He can teleport himself over here to Maui. Animals. <laughs> and animals. So, you know, the, the ramifications of this teleportation system is, of course, that we do not need planes and cars right so we can instantly go in one door and out the other and mm -hmm. we're going from san francisco to new york i mean you're just there and you're there you wow. don't need to consume all these fossil fuels which are destroying our planet and causing not the global warming but at least the pollution that is uh, mm -hmm. shortening our life expectancy that's for sure i'd like to return to uh, experiencing and uh, if you would just tell some of your uh, personal experiences. Well, let's get into a little bit of this yeah. experience and then next week i really want to go full blast into this experience yeah. that you have been she's had very you have had more than one correct? I've, been, I've been having contact on my life and 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 the way it works is a lot of it is kind of you know you're, there you are in life you have these experiences but of course you have to get up and go to school and you can't tell your parents and so it becomes repressed and um, and you begin to doubt yourself, and you go, oh, was that was that a dream? Was that real? And then you start having these physical markings. You go, what's that? And, okay. and I've had them all my life. But what really hit home for me, I'll I'll, I'll just share this briefly, is in uh, 1995, I went to Johnston Atoll, which is a military installation 800 miles southwest of Hawaii. And on this base, it's a military base. They uh, would take all the chemical weapons of the world and break them down into their elements to neutralize them so they were no longer toxic and when I landed there um, I was civilian working for the military and I followed a boyfriend there you know women we follow those guys everywhere so when I landed there uh, the very first um, within 10 minutes of being there I was waiting for my boyfriend to come meet me and this man came up to me and he says you have just landed on a joint US military UFO ET base and I went oh really no he said that to you he came up and said this to me a joint US military ET base yes wow and okay. so I uh, had a brief conversation. My boyfriend came. He ran away. And I went, wow, what was that about? Your boyfriend ran away? No, this fellow. Oh, the, 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 the guy. When the your boyfriend showed up, man. the guy ran away. Okay, yeah, he gotcha. ran away. The mystery man. The mystery man. So, uh, and nothing happened until a year into my contract. And one night I'm sleeping. My, the, the boyfriend I had followed to the military base, he... He got fired. He was a drunk. <laughs> and so I signed a contract. So I was stuck there. So when he left, he says, I want you to get a boyfriend. So I had a boyfriend. And um, so what happened was I was sleeping in my bed. And all of a sudden, I'm being picked up by six grays. They call them grays. Yeah, the grays. The grays are the ones with the big heads and the big right. eyes. How many fingers do they have? And they have uh, three major fingers right. with one opposing finger. And they're kind of long that's what really stuck up my mind is all of a sudden I'm sleeping and I'm, I'm literally yanked up 
and their their fingers are so long they kind of wrap all the way around your arms and your legs and I am screaming bloody murder murder the island is only half mile by three miles wide so I'm thinking why isn't anybody coming to rescue me because I'm screaming I mean, and you're screaming so out of fear or screaming out of absolute what? fear, fear. okay absolute and nobody's coming fear. around and you're screaming like you're dying and the, and the ends for you and that that's a loud scream it's very so nothing, nobody's coming around so what happened well the the gray on the I was holding my right foot said telepathically yes <laughs> uh, scream all you want you're in an energy field no one's going to hear you wow so, so he started yeah, so to calm down a little bit because there was nothing i could do anyway right. and um were they good looking the grays they are they are what they are well, okay. <laughs> let's just describe them it, yeah. it, it sounds, yeah, describe them it sounds well, like what everyone shows us is pretty accurate pretty accurate what you accurate. dealt with right and the the real interesting thing was they had six military three on each side Guarding them as they were military, walking. as in U.S. As in military. US military oh, okay. Men, they were all men, and they were in full uniform. Were they Air Force, Navy? Any? They were Army. They, they were Army. Okay. Army, and so they walked me down to the beach, and uh, as I they, I was down on the beach. I I saw my boyfriend, and he was struggling. He was his arms were flailing, and he was screaming, and and he was coming down from the other side. So they put us together. And we uh, were led into this little, I call it a beam ship. It's a tiny ship that launched from the beach out into the water and went underwater, underground. And That's uh, what you always said, Marla, that yeah, they're in the ocean. They're in they're the ocean. In, it's, there's some in the ocean. The ocean's right? vast. It's huge. And if you look at a, an aerial photo of um, Johnson Atoll, which looks like an aircraft carrier. It's a man-made. It's like it's, It was an atoll, but they built it up. So it looks like an aircraft carrier. You'll see a place that's very dark, uh, where the water is really deep, right. deep blue. That's yeah. exactly where I went underground, underwater. So I was made to sit there while they they were doing something with my boyfriend. They were they were all gathered around him. And oh, they took him too. Yeah, they took yeah, both they, of us. Oh, they took they both. Took I both thought of they, they just took you. No, no, no they took us. She up. said you came screaming. Well, I'm yeah. asking. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry, uh, Marla. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Um, and then they eventually took me back to my bed. You know, we lived in barracks, so he had a separate bed. And they plopped me down in my bed. Very rough. They just poop. Mm-hmm. And um, they took, it was like they sprayed something and I was paralyzed. I couldn't move until they left the room. And when they left the room, I was free and I just said, you know. Why were they, why would they, why would they freeze you? Is that, is that part of the, hold on, Marla. Is that part of the, um, they, they were frightened of you, that of your strength? Or? They were controlling her. Yeah, there was a control. I, you know, I can't really say why, because yeah. they weren't, I wasn't in their loop to okay. their logic, but it's just what they did. So we've seen all of these horrible TV shows or, you know, people try to imagine the greys and other people that have experienced this are really traumatized because of whatever these greys do to them. Now, were you traumatized? It, they absolutely they did nothing to me this time. But I I've oh. been exploring under hypnosis previous episodes. But this time, they definitely traumatized my boyfriend. And then later that day, we shared, and um, you know, we put the pieces together. At first, I thought, well, 
you know, I'm nuts. <laughs> this couldn't have happened because it's so beyond your... It's so beyond uh, the realm of reality. Right. So if you had experiences like that, you're not nuts. You just need to right. talk about it with people that know what's happening. Exactly. Right. And right. Hollywood's just, they're full of this, exactly what you're saying. So we know people know. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we're running out of time and we're, uh-huh. we're going to continue this conversation and we will continue it next week yeah. and get deeper into the people that have been these abductions these, or these uh, transportations have been going on for a long time and even in ancient times uh, humans have been taken back to the uh, eye of Horus to the home planet of these ETs that, so that, put, that, that put us here that's right. Okay. Okay. We're going to get into it further with uh, Janet next week. Yes, Marla. Janet. Yes. I, okay. You had your experience with the Greys. Mm-hmm. Now, is there another, you know, family of? I've had experiences with many different species. Okay. That's what I want to get into next week about yeah, the more I, different species and more questions because we are running out of time. And I if understand. we had more time, I would continue on with the with the. Uh, so we have a lot. To There's a lot to hear. To. That's exactly a lot right. To cover. Yeah. Okay, so Janet, thank you so much again, thank Sasha. You. Thank you so much for all yeah. the informative information. Yeah, really, pleasure. really good, Renegade Nation. You will definitely enjoy the show. Pass this show around. Let people know and hear what's really going on. Yeah. And we appreciate and the downloads. Has been for a long, a long time. time. So on that note, we're going to say hello. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos.